Hello everyone, welcome back to the Let's Talk Nigeria show with your boy Nefe. Yes, it's me again and yeah, how are you guys doing? I mean, I had to take a deep breath for that one because the world is moving mad, you know. The world is moving mad. There's the Ukraine war on one side. There is Putin on the other side. There's a lot of madness going on in Nigeria and I mean, I just had to take a deep breath because sometimes... Personally, I have to just switch it all off. And I just want to say that it's really okay. It's very fine if you need to switch it off. You need to if you need to go off social media and just you know just turn everything that's going on off for a moment and just have time for yourself. Because at the end of it all, man, you're yeah, a priority. And me, I even need you. I need you sound because if you're not sound, who will listen to my podcast? You know. Wait, but on a lighter note, just yes, you are a priority. Take good care of yourself. Yeah, so after the last episode, I learned that um, if you are listening to the podcast on Anchor, you can actually reply with a voice message. Yeah, you can actually send the voice notes as a reply. So, if you're on Anchor and you have any comments, you can send me a voice note. You can send me a voice on Instagram, on WhatsApp. You know, I mean, I'm looking at a way where we could get the comments and play them on the ep- on the on the next episode. So that way, it's not just my voice we're hearing. So please. Um, beyond leaving a message or dropping a comment if you have anything to say please reply me with a voice note and i'm pretty sure that some voice notes will come up in upcoming episodes yeah in the last episode we talked about the devil and the deep blue sea we talked about our options in the upcoming election if we actually have options or are we just forced to pick from the same political class and i remember saying that in the next episode we'll talk about the importance of 2023 but for a moment, I would just I would like to put a pause on that. I mean, we'll still talk about that, but I just feel like there's a lot going on in the country that I want to address on this episode. You know, everything is collapsing. Everything is collapsing. The other day, I was I was reading the news and I saw national grid collapse, and then fuel on one side is collapsing too. Diesel, I mean, okay, diesel is not collapsing because the price is just going higher and higher and higher. You know, and then there's no power. There's false scarcity everywhere insecurity i mean the other day i heard of a lady i read of a lady that was kidnapped from the brt and then murdered you know it's just crazy you know and i and all these things break my heart but it's not like i'm saying it's more important one of the ones that breaks my heart the most is asu you know i mean this is 2022 for god's sake i think if the pandemic taught us anything as as humans is the importance of education and research and it's so sad that in 2022 still not a priority to the nigerian government i mean the nigerian government and asu people's lives are just being at they are just held at ransom here people like to paint asu as the bad guys you know but i I don't think they are bad guys completely because i've been through i've been through their demands and, and okay so one of their demands is for increase in salary and to be fair i think they deserve it you know I was checking, do you know that the average Nigerian professor, professor, not lecturer, the average Nigerian professor earns roughly 400k. Whereas we have senators who don't have any value to the future of this country and they go home with 750k the least. That's minus allowances, you know. And let's even look, let's even forget about what they, uh, forget about their, their salaries. They're asking for revitalization of our institutions. They're saying, look, don't just set up universities if you don't have a plan to develop them. Before you set up any university, there should be 
money set aside for, for setting them up. Because right now, governors and senators are just running mad and setting up universities just to write it in, in write it in the history that, oh, they set up universities in their time. But they end up setting up semi-big universities. And compared to other universities around the world, all Nigerian public universities have to boast of is landmass. And as we say, look, we want to be world standard. We vitalize our institutions. And the sad part is, this was an agreement that he had in 2009 when Gulog Jonathan was president. I remember because that was when I got into the university. And in that track, they had an agreement with the federal government that, okay, this and this and this will be done to revitalize the institutions. I mean, this is 13 years after and nothing has been done. A country has no future if education is not a priority. And in Nigeria, sadly, education is not a priority. It breaks my heart every single time. Every, I remember when I was in uni, we had a course in 200 level where we, where we did Excel. And we taught Excel on the blackboard. I mean, I had friends who were in computer science and we were taught how to code with paper and barrel. We were taught Fortran. Please, who still uses Fortran as a programming language? You know, the truth is our educational system is dead. Our universities are not up. So they can't measure it with their counterparts around the world. Even our private schools, that I mean, they are still okay. But when it comes to world standards, it's still nothing to write home about. And it's high time that if this government will not do anything about education, then just close these schools. There's no point having schools that are not up to standard and we have graduates that cannot compete with their mates. I mean, look at two years ago, there was a, a global lockdown and Nigerian public school students had to put their lives on pause, whereas their counterparts in, even in private schools in Nigeria, they went on with their lives because there was technology in place to ensure they had lectures. Their counterparts in other developed countries, they moved on. The whole world is not pausing because Nigerian, because Nigerian schools are not technologically advanced. And imagine if we had an enabling society, an enabling educational system. Thank God that times have changed, so it's not traditional jobs that earn people money. I have a lot of outdated courses that don't even have relevance in the world again. These things need to be revisited. And this is where I'm going to talk about ASU. It's not enough to point fingers to the government. Yes, quite alright, the government is not doing enough. The government is not even doing anything, but on the part of our lecturers, how often do they revisit the syllabus? How often do they revisit what is in place? I mean, we can't be having outdated courses, outdated lectures, outdated plans, and you expect Nigerian students to compete with their counterparts all around the world in 2022. No, the world has gone digital. We can't be having those courses anymore. We need to really, really, really I mean, uh, I mean, I'm sure you can tell that I'm really pained because ASU needs to do better. The government needs to do better. Education has to be a priority. If Nigeria is going to become a global leader, it's going to compete with people around the world. We need to take education seriously. The lecturers are not just there to make their money. Yes, I know you are also fighting for other things, but truly, if these things come, if the government provides these things you're asking for, do we even have willing lecturers that would be willing to pour out themselves? Or are they just going to teach us outdated things? I, I mean, I don't want to start talking about the things I saw when I was in university. But we really need to do better and the government needs to consider. I mean, I feel like they really don't care because there's nothing tying them to our universities. I mean, their children don't school yet. I think until we have a law that says as a public office holder, your children cannot school outside Nigeria. Until we have that law, Nigerian universities will never get better. I, I remember a guy back in university, before the 2015 election, this guy was broke, as in broke. After the election, his father's friend became a local government chairman. And then his father became the PA to the local government chairman. 
when his younger brother was going to university the next year, he went to a private school. And then two years after, the next one, the younger sister, went to school in Ghana, pay to the local government chairman. How would the local government chairman send these, these children to Nigerian school? So how will our Nigerian system get better? I mean, I, I knew a lecturer whose child was never schooled in Nigeria. You know, so people who are supposed to be concerned have nothing to lose if we're not getting better. So we need laws in place. I will say, look, man, if you are holding a public office, you cannot have your children schooling outside Nigeria. But then again, who's going to set these laws? Who's going to put these laws for us? Then again, it looks hopeless. But yeah, I mean, if you are listening to this and you are a student and also is on strike, my advice to you is don't see it as a strike. See it as vocational break. I mean, I remember when I was a student, we had two strikes. The first strike, my father sent me to the workshop. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot that I wasn't taught in school. And in my second strike, I learned, I worked in a printing firm and I learned a lot of things that I, I mean, that I used to, that I live from now. So, it's two months, it's three months, it's four months. Don't just sit at home and count ceilings. Sit as a vocational break. Thank God the world is going, the way the world is going now, it's more about skills. It's more about how well you can use those skills. And so, think of skills that you have sharpen it this is the time to develop it so that because the whole world like i said is not on pause because you're on strike the whole world is moving on so the only way you can keep up with your counterparts is to use this time to learn the reasonable skills that you need so when school resumes you are already equipped so it's not like you lost anything and then you might even end up never it might be this skill you end up living on so my advice to everybody out there that who is affected by this strike make good use of it it's not strike it's vocational break while we hope for a better Nigeria, we hope that as the federal government begins to pay attention to our educational system and not just that our lecturers become compassionate and do what they're actually supposed to do. Until then, guys, I just really hope it gets better, yeah. So thank you again once again for listening. Remember to drop a comment. Remember to send me a voice comment if you know, if you want to and be sure you're going you're gonna to plead one of the future episodes. Thank you once again. God bless you and God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria.